saying yes. As I begin my guest blogger gig for Recovering the Self, I think I can contribute best with what I might call Recovering Your Dreams. So many of us lose track of our dreams in life as we grow older, and even when some of us have worked hard at them, it's often easy to let them slip away for something comfortable and familiar, which some call ordinary life. As a writer, I know how difficult it can be to have dreams. Sometimes it's the part of your life you wish you could let go, and yet it is also that part that makes you special. When people refer to you, oftentimes they'll refer to you by your dream. In my case, they say, can the writer, though I haven't really achieved what I want from my dreams. So how do we capture those dreams and learn to live them out? How do we recover our dreams? This month, I'd like to talk about the act of saying yes. Sometimes there's nothing more difficult, more terrifying and imposing than simply saying yes. After all, what happened the first time you embraced your dream? You said yes. Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can be it. You accepted and even embraced your dream and said yes. The thing is, having a dream means having to say yes a lot. This can be hard because having a dream means making room in your life for work, for disappointment, for failure. Saying yes means you're going to make mistakes. But that's the thing about dreams. Nobody can tell you how to make them come true. You are blazing the trail for yourself. If you think about it, it's not as difficult to get a job at a convenience store. Plenty of people have already blazed that trail. But to achieve the one thing you believe you can do better than anyone else in the world means finding your own way. Saying no just blocks that way. You have to say yes in order to find your way, which often means saying yes to starting all over again. That's what I've had to do. When I decided to write plays, that was a yes moment. Then, years later, after I'd failed and I decided I wanted to try again, I had to say yes all over again. And that was hard. I'd grown so used to saying no because I found it easier than failing over and over that it was hard to remember how to say yes. I recently sold the movie rights to a play of mine. It was the first time I'd ever done it, and it felt great. But it only came after a long series of saying yes. This is how it happened. When my father died, I felt a need to write about it. I tried several times saying yes to trying each idea. None of them really worked out. About a year later, I was compelled to write a play about a dysfunctional mother and son who only find their way back to each other after the death of the father. And I called the play 